I done one of these on the way to work, but uh, I think it's important. I wanted to make sure I have a good message to give, and here's my message today. And it stems from the things that I see constantly on our social media. When we try to post things to remind everybody and enthuse everybody about this position you've taken, a very honorable one, and you'll get that one person or the other person who says, the job's dead, man. Do your 25 and hit the gate. Name of the games to stay out of jail. The job's dead, man. Is it 750 to 800,000 police officers in the, in the United States and the job is dead, man? Now, I have empathy of where something like this comes from. There's no question in my mind. When I hear that from somebody, we are hearing from somebody who works at an agency or works in an area that may be unappreciative of the police. And that person hasn't made a diligent decision to go to a place where the police or uh, overall are, are appreciated, whether it's from your administration or your society or your community. Um, <clears throat> we get jaded. We become part of our socio environments. You go to muster room, there's 10 other cops in muster room saying the same thing. Oh, the new contract came out. Blah, blah, blah. Sad. Oh, they canceled this off-duty job. Sad. Life's unfair. Oh, blah, blah, blah. My MDT doesn't work. This place sucks. MDT doesn't work. This place sucks. Uh, you know, I often think about people having spent some time or spending some time in other places, whether it's good or bad, to get some perspective before they revisit the job is dead myth. What I want to say to you is this. The job isn't dead. Does the job hold police to a higher standard? Sure. What is that higher standard? Uh, you know what it is, and it's not hard to follow. And if you do it correctly, it can be a very fruitful job. Crime hasn't gone anywhere. And if you put your left hand on a Bible and raised your right hand and said, I swear, and they handed you a badge and a gun, that meant a lot. That meant a lot when you said, I do. It probably meant more than you say, I do, for the third time you've been divorced, right? Uh, you know, it means a lot. It means I'm going to be resilient. I'm going to show up. Yes, you, you, life is not going to be peachy keen, but there are people in society, including myself, who have an expectation that you're going to show up with some enthusiasm and not get into this mindset of the job is that if you shift your mindset a little bit, I, I have a funny feeling that if you start to see this job in a different light, like, oh my God, I, I, I should have enthusiasm with this job. I'm seeing it differently. I enjoy this like I used to. You'll probably come up or back to work and experience it differently. It is not that fucking bad. And again, very empathetic and sympathetic to those who have been through the ringer. But please, let us not make the seven headline stories a year that the news fluffs to death and destroys and blows out of proportion, fueled and backed by police administrations in the most liberal cities in the United States, 
based on anti-police agendas in the most liberal cities in the United States. And guys, I you know I hear about these police officers that are that are injured and, and severely injured in the line of duty, and when that happens, a lot of them are so surprised at the outpour of overwhelming support from the community. Uh, and it doesn't matter what community you're from. Generally, a lot of times it's from more uh, urban communities who come out and show utmost support for their law enforcement community. And it's funny. It's like, I didn't know. You didn't know because you only saw it one way. You're only seeing the bad things. Think about the good things. Think about that kid, even in your in your tougher, rougher communities, who, who you know, literally spends a few minutes with you and it may, it mean the world to him or her. So have that attitude of showing up and you, it's a tough balance. You got to balance between what? Between being a tough guy at times, which you have, you know, I, again, I'm not saying you have to be in, unprofessional, but you got to be on your guard to being somebody who, you know, has to be thoughtful and caring and kind and remember that people expect us and rightfully so to be professional and polite and calm, you know? And if you're in an area where you don't feel like your career is matching what you envisioned it, you got to make a move. I tell people this all the time. They ask me all the time because they're they're in pain. I hate where I work. You think things will ever change? You must change the things that you can change. What you can change is where you work or what you do. You can't change other things. I, I want a hundred things in my life to change. I really do. No idea how many things I would love for to change. I'm very happy with my life. You know, people always ask me, how's, how's things? Sit. I got a million problems like everybody else, but also the luckiest guy you probably know. You know, it confuses people. But the, the fact of the matter is it's, it's, a, it's a thing that I recite about being appreciative of what we have and, and uh, you know, being thankful. And, and I'm often reminded doing this, the stuff that I do, and poking and prodding and trying to get under skin and ruffling feathers. Some people get the joke, some people don't. But what I'm trying to do is implement change and progression because we can't continue to go in the direction that we are, or at least the mass majority trying to convince you to follow them down that rabbit hole of misery. You don't have to be miserable doing this. You can make changes. You can make changes if you're not going to leave. You're going to tell yourself that romantic story of, well, I'm at step five, blah, 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 Saturday's off, and day, 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 all that bullshit you want to tell people. That makes you feel comfortable with your excuses to not implement change. Your anxiety is dictating your life because you're scared. What I will tell you is the people that have changed have taken the leap of faith. People that have followed the fear and put it to the side and understood with their brain that this is probably a move for the better, for a better lifestyle. You know, they reap the rewards. They just, they do. They reap the rewards. People are, and, and the mass majority is shook. And people can say whatever they want, but it is the truth. Don't sit here as somebody has been on a job for three years. I'm 20 plus years in this industry. Um, I put a lot of thought into things that I say before I say them. And I say them with the intention of you feeling better and having a better life. And in, in, in all facets of what it means to be in law enforcement. But folks, there is no reason why you shouldn't be proud Put your uniform on, go to work, and do something great. Whatever greatness that might be, that's really up to you. We'll give you our opinion on what we think greatness is. But really what matters is your opinion about what greatness is. Be proud of who you are. Stop listening to the people around you. Ignore the noise. The job is dead. And I'll tell you this last story, and I said it before. 
It meant a lot to me. That a lieutenant said to me one time, he goes, you know, I hear these guys say this shit to you all the time. Like, hey, the guy talked much slower. He was much older. Um, he'd been on, he got on the job. This is like 2005. He got on the job like 1969. And I say, he said, uh, you know, I, I've been hearing a lot of people pass comments about the way you work and to you and, you know, it's not worth it and blah, 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 all this shit. And the job's dead. He goes, when I came on the job here in 1969, I walked into the muster room, not at this building, another building before the new one was built. And you know what guys were telling me in 1969? And a job is dead. Too much paperwork. They don't treat us like they used to. You can't do nothing anymore. You know, and, and he, he actually made a joke. And could you imagine things that police were getting away with and doing in 1969, which we're all paying for now, to be quite honest with you, really think about it. Funny story, but we wear the... Uh, we wear it, and we've got to kind of try to fix it. But people in the 60s, an insane time that the job was dead. So you'll hear that for the remainder of your career. Your decision has to be, am I going to listen to it, or am I going to move on and live my life the way that I saw it fit? Pretty found value. Don't struggle. Ignore the noise. Don't worry what the fucking news says. You know, if it's really that bad at your agency, which I get that a lot of it is for you guys, move it along, man. Right? Not, what, are you, what are you scared of? In three different agencies in fucking four years. Right? Three different police academies in four years. Not even just agencies, not even transfers where I had to get a new uniform and I lost Saturdays. Literally, I had to go to the fucking academy. I moved. I moved to get the fuck out of where I was at because it was so goddamn bad. I moved to Washington, D.C., and it fucking blows there, no offense. But the fucking most boring bullshit city in the United States. It sucks. There's no. I I don't. Like it. You know, if you like it there, great. But it fucking blows. Food's terrible. No diners. No pizza. Nightclubs suck. Girls are ugly. Sorry. Is what it is. But seriously. And then I came back went to a third police academy, and they weren't fun. Like there were moments. But these were not easy eight-week academies. Everything was twenty to twenty-four weeks. So there's a lot of time spent, a lot of a lot of dues paid to get to a place. And I gotta tell you, if if, if I if the Lord hadn't intervened, I mean, if things I, I wouldn't have been afraid to leave uh, wherever if I had to. I I'm never afraid to to do things that I'm I'm not saying that because I'm trying to impress you, I'm trying to press upon you. That will yield the greatest results for you. You know, you've got to get outside of that outside of your head into a spot where you're gonna be okay. But show up with the uh, with the pride, man. Like should be thankful for who you are. We are we are a wonderful group of people who uh, do a, a job that is very, very honorable. A lot of people appreciate you, and we don't do it for a lot of money. People appreciate you. I don't think they don't. Look at the other side of things. You're only seeing 1% of the world. Look at the 99%. Maybe the other side of the majority should speak up. If you know that they support you, right? If you know that they support you, why do they have to speak up? You know. My kids fucking say hello to cops every single time. Not because of who their old man is. Because they were taught to have respect for law enforcement. And I've made it in their mind that these guys and girls are heroes. So yeah, I'm doing my little piece of the portion of the job that I'm supposed to do as a father to remind my children the importance of law enforcement officers. You know? So, just some food for thought there. If you guys found value.